Okay, I think it's live. All right, this is very exciting. I'm always a little nervous when these streams start. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but, but I am so excited today. The big news dropped about Disney and Mulan. Everyone wanted to know my thoughts and everyone else's thoughts. And so we figured, why don't we come on and talk about it? And my friends just happen to be free. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I have with me, I'm, I'm Rachel Wagner and Kristen Maldonado is here. Hello. Yes, and Stanford Clark is here. Hey, and I can think of anybody else that I would rather talk about this with on lots of levels. First of all, you are experts, I would say, in the world of Disney and animation and <laughs> and all that fun stuff. Uh, but also because we have been so like tied to this whole Mulan <laughs> situation, because <laughs> <laughs> because if you all don't know, I. Uh, Kristen, uh, we had contact. I'd contacted her in February and asked her if she wanted to come on and do the Mulan episode of Talking Disney, and she was real excited about it. And uh, and uh, then we just had one delay after delay, <laughs> and it's such kismet because we just recorded our Tangled episode because we were tired of waiting. And then we get this in news. Literally, we had just done it last week. Yeah. <laughs> what are odds? Crazy timing. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, so how are y'all? How are y'all doing? <laughs> good. Good. Excited to talk about this wild news. <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, same here. Yeah, but before we do, we have to talk about the exciting news of the day for for Kristen. So you got the news that you have been certified as a Rotten Tomatoes approved critic. Yes. Ah, I'm that's so excited. Awesome. Yes, congratulations. I've been waiting. So it's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, wonderful. Yeah. So did you just find out? Uh you got an email or yeah, I got an email or? today that was like, Congrats, welcome to the fam, you're approved. And I was like, Wow. I was like running around my house like all like frantic, like so excited and like calling my family and my boyfriend, like he's at work. I'm like, guess what, guess what? I have yeah. to say news. I'm officially a critic. That's exciting news. You should be yeah. calling everybody, it's so great. I feel like every time one of my friends is added, I feel like it's a new uh, warrior being added to the battlefront. Like yeah. I really do, like it's like, okay. Cause, cause it, 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 uh, it adds a, another level of scrutiny to your reviews mm -hmm. that can be challenging. <laughs> I'll just say that. Okay. That's good. Um, no, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, you know, talk to you about the, your tips and tricks. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely, <laughs> I'm here for you. I, I, and, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it can be it can be challenging. I would say it's the club that everyone wants to be in that everybody hates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the more yeah. of us that are 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 here and kind of understand it and and contributing, I think the the better. I think it's going to be great, especially female voices. Yes. We need uh we need more of those. I think out. That's why I've been trying to do the female film critic uh, yeah. panels. Uh, the last couple of months and we have a really fun one coming up this month. I'm so excited about, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I'm trying to, uh, I think it's really important that we have those voices in the film critic community. I agree. Yeah. Especially as a Latina, I feel like, yeah. you know, 
the more representation behind the scenes, on camera, in the critic space, yeah. just like in general, getting more voices out there is, is so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. great. I can't wait uh, mm -hmm. for you to, okay. Where you, when do you think you're going to post your first, first review up there? I don't know. I don't know. They said that they like can like populate it. So mm -hmm. I was kind of like, go ahead then. I don't know what yeah. to do. So that's what I did I'm too. Go I'm going with them. So <laughs> I'm excited to see like when things start to like show up, but mm. yeah. Yeah. Well, that will be exciting. Uh, so, all right, uh, let's talk about the big news. And we have the chat room open and there's a few people in there. If you have thoughts, please share uh, with us what you think about the different things we're going to talk about. And, and bear with us. This was thrown together fairly quickly. So, <laughs> we were like an hour ago. Should we do this? Yeah, I was going to say. Let's do it. What is there to do on a Tuesday in the middle of a pandemic? Absolutely. <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing the best we can, people. Uh, but uh, uh, there's a lot of congrats in the chat room for you, uh, thank uh, Kristen. You. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Appreciate it's it. so exciting. Uh, <laughs> I remember when I, because I, I hadn't even applied. I they yeah, just found me, that's which how was... it was. So I was very confused because I was gonna apply. Oh, they did September. for you too. Yeah. So I was like, "Wow, awesome!" <laughs> I've applied in the past. I just, you know, never. <laughs> I thought it was a awesome. goof. I thought it was a joke. Somebody was tricking yeah, me. Yeah, I was, I was playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get my social security. What's going on? Right. <laughs> they were like, "Did you get our email?" And I was like, "Oh, this is just you know somebody being mean or whatever, and a joke." And then I I looked into it. And I'm like, "No, this is this is like a real person who works for us." <laughs> like, yeah. oh, okay, wow, no it way. Is, it feels cool because it's like, wow, they like saw. Your work, you know, it's yeah. like I'm thinking like nobody sees what I do. You know, nobody's watching my reviews. <laughs> but I guess yeah. they do. <laughs> yeah, I guess they had, I I found out later that it was my writing for rotoscopers that they oh. had found that I had done, which I was really proud of some of the stuff. It, right around that time I had posted a, a review of Black Panther oh, uh, for awesome. a series they did on Marvel, which I thought was I was really proud of. I thought I'd done a, a really good job on. And uh, so, I mean, who knows what Obviously they saw. Obviously you did, yeah. yeah. Awesome. So anyway, that's that's really cool. <laughs> There's somebody else that, that had that experience and, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> then not just me. But um, anyway, so today I'm doing interview with author Debbie Maycomber, who uh, is a big name in the world of Hallmark. Uh, she's a, she's had like, over 200 novels and wow. a bunch multi best-selling. So it was a pretty big get for us. And I was very excited. She was super cool and people are going to be really inspired. I think by her story, but I'm getting the, I'm doing the interview and my phone is just going nuts next to me. Like <laughs> lights, 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 notifications. And <laughs> I'm trying to ignore it. And that's so how I finish and big news out of Disney today. They had their shareholder meeting. And they announced that they are going to be releasing Mulan on uh, Disney Plus, but it's going to be a, an additional price for basically $30. And so there's lots of different ways of looking at this, I feel like. But Kristen, what was your first reaction to this news? Um, my first reaction was kind of like, 
I'm glad it's going on Disney Plus because I was kind of hoping it would at some point. I didn't know if like they would maybe do, you know, do it on VOD and and some in theaters and also maybe just put it on Disney Plus. But I was kind of like glad because I have that. So I'm like, yes, now I can watch it. Um, although I'm not sure how I feel about the $30. I think it makes sense because it's like, you know, if, if you and another person watch it, that's like the price of like a movie ticket. But also I feel like if you have Disney Plus, I'm kind of like, do I want to pay $30? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I do want to support it. Um, although I will admit, I'm not sure if if this is... Like, I don't know, I don't know what it's going to be like, you know, like, is this one where I'm like, I wish that they put it in, in theaters or will I be mm-hmm. happy with on streaming? How do you feel about the live action remakes in general? I've been hit or miss about them. Um, there's certain things that, uh, that I really enjoy, like in Aladdin, I loved the new song that Jasmine sang. Mm. Um, but also... I felt like some of the story was a little bit different and I don't know if maybe mm-hmm. Aladdin, I have high expectations because it's one of my favorites that I'm like, it didn't quite hit it for yeah. me. I mean, I thought Will Smith did a great job actually. I think mm-hmm. the genie is a, is a role that people are like, you know, it's like, Oh, that's Robin Williams. But I think that's actually the one role that if you have someone in there that brings something really unique, it could, anybody could play the genie. Uh, I saw it on Broadway and I, I didn't love that, but I love the genie. You know, like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the one role that, like, you can really, if you get someone really um, exciting, they could do something really cool with it. Um, mm-hmm. Lion King, that was one that it just, I think, wasn't as emotional as the animated film. Um, and uh, and Beauty and the Beast, I actually really enjoyed that one. I was surprised by how, how much I enjoyed that one. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? <laughs> Yeah, Stanford, so what was your thought about the Mulan and, and sort of your thoughts on the live action remakes? Well, so uh, I guess I'll just address the live action remakes first because I think we all know that I hate them. <laughs> 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 However, Disney spends a lot of money on them and they are typically high quality, whether, you know, whether I like them or not. I think ultimately I just feel sad that I feel like they diminish the animated classics by mm-hmm. creating it. I'd rather just watch the animated classic than, than, than watch this remake, but you know, I'm not yeah. the one making the calls. And then also mm-hmm. they're, they, they're just, they print money, you know, I mean, these make so much money. So mm-hmm. uh, about Mulan, frankly, I was quite happy that they, that they finally made an announcement about it because I mean, how many times have, have they moved the release date from the original March date? Like four times, three yeah. or four times. After a while, you to lose your excitement. Yeah, and and you know, and it's a moving target, and nobody knows what's you know really ultimately going to happen. And Tenet, you know, moved, and 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 so I'm sorry that we're not going to get to see it in the theater, like uh, you know, I think I'd hope because it looked like actually it was going to be a pretty cool big screen type of film. You know, so it was, was going to be pretty pretty epic but i feel like i'm glad that they that they they set the date uh you know we'll 30 bucks is is steep but you know i think they're they're following just what other people have been doing for this premium video on demand mm-hmm. thing the other thing that i that i had hope from from based on that earnings call today that that where where the announcement was made was that they're saying that this is really just a pandemic anomaly rather than like a new thing that they're going to be doing, you know, is putting a lot of stuff. Yeah. But if this thing, if if it it does does well, if it's, if it's gangbusters, which I don't think it will, 
But if it did, then of course, because then, nobody yeah. knows how to make money better than the Walt Disney Company, you know. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I guess I just feel like I'm glad they're going to release it. I just almost feel like let's release it and then let's move on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the people forget that not only do they have all of the the cost of the movie themselves, which this was a very expensive film, uh, but and the marketing associated with starting it up again and again. But they also have heavy debt that they go into uh, in any film. Whenever you make a film, you get spon- you get uh, financiers who invest in the film. And the longer that you have to wait to release the film, the more interest and other other things that you end up paying uh, for the film. And so there's there's lots of expenses that people don't even think about aside from just uh just the actual cost of the film absolutely yeah true yeah so they really need to get it out there uh but uh but yeah i mean then the argument so the argument used here is that well family of four you know they're gonna be what twelve dollars a ticket these days Mm -hmm. uh at the uh so you actually end up saving money that you would have spent uh, where you would have spent over thirty dollars, and, and then you can you don't have to spend on expensive, uh, expensive concessions and other things like that. So the argument is is that you would end up saving money. But the problem with that argument, I think, is that this is a PG thirteen movie. So you're not going to take a, I mean, uh, unless you have a family of teenagers, you're not going to take a family of four to see the movie, and so. It's maybe not. I don't know. I, it's, that is it's a good a, it's point. A, it's a steep price. The other thing to think about is like, okay, so they're going to do the $30 on Disney Plus, but this is a movie that probably after it was in theaters would just go to Disney Plus for free. So then when, how does that happen? Is it that now like I spend the $30 and then in like four months I can watch it for free if I have Disney yeah. Plus? Because then that's kind of a little bit of a, I don't know, it feels like a waste unless I really, really wanted to watch it. And I don't know if this is a film that, like, I don't know, maybe this would have been something to try with, like, Black Widow, where, like, a lot of people are going to want to pay to see that. Whereas, like, will a lot of people want to pay to see Mulan? Yeah. Maybe if you're a big Disney fan. But outside of that, I'm not well, sure. frankly, I mean, I would pay just because I don't want Black Widow to get spoiled for me. I mean, how can you spoil a prequel? So, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be that spoiler. But, like... I would, I, as opposed to a remake, which I already know everything that's happening in the movie for the most part. Like mm-hmm. it's a remake. I can just watch the original, and, and like with, um, I, I there's, I'm trying to think. I mean, Peach Dragon is really the only one, in my opinion, that surpasses the original. Like there's been some that have been good, that I've enjoyed. But for the most part, I haven't enjoyed them. I don't like them. Uh, I don't mind if other people like them. Just not not my favorite. Um, but there have been a few that I've liked. Uh, but I think that Peach Dragon was the only one that I would say is better than the original film. Uh, and uh, as far as these live action remakes. So, like, I would just want, I would pay the $30 just because I don't, uh, like, if I want to know and have that even though I'm not like a huge spoiler person, like I want to know what's going to happen. This was a remake where I already know what's going to happen. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, and mostly I just kind of feel sorry for this movie (laughs) because (laughs) I mean, and for the three of us here because we've been wanting to review it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and, and also talk about the original. Even before it was, before all this nonsense, even before that, there was there was controversy around this movie. <laughs> like really can't get a break. I mean, they tried to get a, a, you know, an all Chinese cast and, and I do appreciate that. And I, and they, you know, they end up with these scandals with the, you know, with the lead actress that just supporting the, the police against the protesters and Hong, I think Hong Kong and yeah. uh, some of the other stuff that was already happening uh, that, <laughs> It's and I think crazy. even just the fact that, like, you know, this is going to be a different Mulan sort of where, like, it's not exactly like this is going to be the first time where it's not really taking the animated film and just like remaking it. They're right. going to, like, you know, there's no music in this. There's like different uh, characters or certain different. characters not in it. Mm-hmm. So, like, what is that already? I think that already, like, had some people like, oh, what does that mean? And, like, it might fi- be interesting to some people because they want, like, a more authentic story. And for some people, it might draw them away because they're like, well, I want to see you know, that good music and stuff mm-hmm. that, we, right. that we love from the original. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And those and, characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because there are some cringy parts of that original. We'll talk about it when we, uh, when, I mean, I love it, but we'll, you know, the, the, the ancestors are not the best. Yeah, I need to rewatch. I haven't seen it in so long, but I, I'm pretty sure Mulan might have been definitely at least one of the first movies that I saw in theaters because it's definitely one that I remember, like yeah. one of the first I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. I recently we watched it on Disney Plus, and I, it's I think it's terrific. But yeah, there's some parts that I'm with you, the ancestors and things. I'll be excited for our uh, our future discussion <laughs> yeah. about it. The one thing too that really makes me, uh, I guess, just kind of feel good about this is that uh, you know I think I mean I don't think they're going to recoup their investment, no. but again I'm 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 glad that they're going to. Try it and just and, and and get it out there because I think if they had waited, I mean, for us Disney fans, we probably would still follow it and support it into next year. But I just wonder, too. I mean, you know, their marketing—they <laughs> yeah. just kind of had to stop, and again, no one's going to theaters anyway, and because because they're closed and. Like people so, that are not like us, that are not like, what's the next new movie? Are going to be like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. those who really are and stay informed, you know, and, and stay close to close, close to us. So mm-hmm. anyway, I, I'm hoping for the best, and I'm probably going to fork out the money just because, again, I just feel like, and I'll probably, you know, invite some family over or something. Yeah. <laughs> we'll socially distance yeah. and watch Mulan. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know. Um yeah, it 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 was a little confusing though. It, Bob Chapek, he says he says Mulan will be released simultaneously in theaters in markets where Disney Plus is not available and of course where theaters are open. So that's a little confusing to me. Yeah. So I just wonder if it's just yeah we'll see we'll see what happens. Clearly international markets and I, I would think, yeah. And uh, but it makes me wonder if, like, I mean, here, the, maybe Utah, some places in the U.S. Yeah, I might get and, it. I mean, supposedly Cinemark and I mean, already one of the Cinemarks here in Utah is open. Yeah, Cinemark Jordan Landing, and then and you know, our local theater chain Megaplex has has been open for since you know, June. Since, yeah, since June. So it makes me wonder if those theaters. Because he says, and of course, where theaters are open. Yeah. 
So that's confusing. We still could get it. We could still get it. And uh, if, um, and then what will the, you know, the NATO, what will they think uh, about this? The National Organization of Theater Owners uh, who have been, because they, they might, somebody like the Megaplex might not be allowed to play it because here's a movie that's breaking the theatrical window which kind of goes along to what the big news of last week was this deal between AMC theaters and universal. And so now here's Disney kind of, I kind of wondered if maybe this is a little bit influenced by that. And here's Disney kind of dipping their toe and breaking the, uh, the theatrical theatrical window, which was always uh, this revered thing that couldn't be tested. Oh, you bring up a good point, Rach. I'm still going with the, and we'll see again. I don't want to be too trusting, you know, if it's if it's not merited. But for them to say it's a, p- a pandemic anomaly, I'm gonna kind of I'm I'm gonna go with that until they prove me otherwise. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did also say it was an experiment, though, which is interesting. Yeah, so that could mean if it does well, right? Maybe this could be something that they figure out a deal. Similar uh, to what the universal, to what universal, did. yeah, did, uh, because now they have to kind of deal with that, and you know they have the competitors who, assuming it ends up all kind of happening, uh, that uh, that and it doesn't get sort of stopped for some reason. Now they have to deal with that, and uh, and what's I don't know. It, the whole thing is kind of crazy. What did, did you, when did you think about that whole AMC Universal thing? What did you think, Stanford? You know, I, I thought it was interesting. I mean, I'm glad that they kissed and made up, you know, because I was thinking, holy cow. I mean, for AMC just to say, no, we're not playing any Universal movies ever again, I think, well, that's that's a big ask. I mean, that's I mean, that's a lot of money to lose, you know, and yeah. for, for everybody. So I'm glad they did that. I think, I think it's quite aggressive, you know. I mean, 17, that 17-day window now between when it screens and when they can put it on that premium video on demand thing. I think it's just going to be interesting to see how it pans out. So I'm, mm-hmm. uh, I think mostly I just kind of feel like I've got to wait and see uh, stance on it just to I mean, see how, how it goes. It's an interesting thing because the, the huge majority of most pros, pro, uh, profits and from movies are made before the end of 17 days. Right. But that's, that's in a pre deal world where people didn't know that they could then see it in 17 days. Right. And you know, like if you know, then, then maybe, I yeah. mean, you have a, a few movies like Good Greatest Showman, which, uh, you know, which made the bulk of its profits after the 17th day window. Right. It just had legs. It just kept going yeah. and going. Yeah. And it grew. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. What do you, I feel like it's still high enough the cost for the v, uh, VOD that uh, people will still go for, you know, you can get what, a $6 six dollar Tuesdays, you know, deal or whatever, then you'd still be motivated yeah. to go to the movie theater and see it. But I don't know. What did you think about all of that, uh, Kristen? I mean, I am someone who I do love going to the movie theater, but also sometimes I am a little bit lazy. And if I can watch a movie in my home, I would do that. <laughs> um, and so actually I feel like the fact that like, you know, everything that's going on now, the fact that it's a little bit you know, that it's easier to, to watch things at home. It, it has made me watch more movies that maybe I would have skipped. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's it's definitely like a difficult situation because like you said, like a lot of 
people make money through the theaters and you know i'm sure there's like going to be new people making money through vod mm -hmm. so um you know i guess for me sometimes i'm lazy so I'll, i'm happy to watch a movie on my couch yeah um, but it, 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 there is something you know to the theater experience so i don't know if that'll ever really fully go away because it does it, you know it's like a treat it's like an entertainment you know treat mm -hmm. not something that we can necessarily all do yeah. right now but um at least there's other mm -hmm. ways that we can you know, enjoy that and have that like escapism, even if we can't go to a theater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got lots of great comments in the chat room. Uh, we have Sean studio. He says that, uh, that uh, he's in the UK and that he says, um, he says if you can get the DVD Blu-ray for, you know, $30, uh, then $30 to rent it is a lot. And, and that's, that's a really good point. I mean, you can get 4k, uh, you know, DVD, Blu-ray with digital and not to mention having it on Disney plus within a year or whatever, I guess it depends on how anxious you are to really see the remake of Mulan. Uh, and I mean, and I, cause you're already paying the $7 uh, a month that uh, Ryan O'Toole says 30 bucks on top of a six ninety nine subscription craziness, at least make it fourteen ninety nine for Disney plus subscribers, which is an I interesting idea. That. Yeah. Because it is like, why do you have the subscription then? Why are we paying? And like, are you paying to like rent it or are you buying the movie for the mm -hmm. 30 bucks? Because if I'm just renting it. Yeah, I think it's just like renting. I think it's renting. That's kind yeah. of a lot. Yeah. And, and I don't know what the window is. If it's 24 hours or 48 hours, you know, once you, mm -hmm. once you make really? the buy or once you start, or once you press play. I feel like the you more know. we talk about it, the more I'm like, I don't know if I want to bet it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 30 bucks. Yeah. Well, and of course, of course you have the, the piracy problems as well. That's going to be huge, especially at $30. Oh, this absolutely. thing is going to be everywhere instantly. Mm -hmm. There's there's no way. And yeah, I mean, I paid even less because I got Disney Plus at D23. So I paid, yeah, I, I, I paid $140 for three years of disney plus so i <laughs> so, yeah i did the same yeah so this is four months of disney plus uh and in order to get one night of watching this movie it, it, it's tough, you know, it's, tough yeah deal. and the only thing i guess personally i feel like i have to compare it to is 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 that trolls world tour release mm -hmm. which of course call caused the big spat between amc and universal right mm -hmm. but uh that I think was twenty dollars. I didn't. Twenty dollars. Yeah. I didn't. You know, I didn't rent it. And they, they they touted that it had done really really well, but yeah. when you actually put pen to paper and you did the math, I don't. I think it was some spin there, going yeah. on. Oh, you think? Yeah, and, I do. And uh, uh, and I noticed too. So at at the Megaplex Theaters, which is the, the, that chain that's opened up here in in Utah, uh, Trolls World Tour is one of the offerings. Yeah. You know, they, they had put that in theaters. And of course, I still didn't see it, but I thought that was interesting. Uh, that this whole, I, I feel like this whole thing is a giant scheme to see how long Knives Out can stay in theaters. It's like, <laughs> we're going to leave. Is this still the theaters that are open and drive-ins? Like, I don't know. It just playing. seems like Knives Out has been there forever. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 yeah it's, it's been back, at least in the Megaplex theaters, hasn't yeah. it, Rach? <laughs> yep, yep, yeah. yeah. We actually have a number. We have we have smaller. Uh, there's a couple smaller 
theaters, independent theaters, Some independent theaters, then Megaplex yeah. plus Fat Cats in Saratoga Springs. They the they've been open for a while. They yeah, the Sarah Shell. Was um, Knives Out playing at the Sarah? Was what is? Was Knives Out playing at the Sarah? Uh, not not Knives. They've been doing all uh, classics, library films. Okay, I like to call them, but uh, but. I don't know. It just, it kind of makes me laugh. I swear the, and then we've had two drive-ins here. Have they had any drive-ins by you? Yeah. Have you got any access to drive-ins, Kristen, in your neck of the woods? They're relatively far. Yeah. Uh, I think like there might be like a beach area doing like, like every one day a week, like old, older movies, like, you know, maybe from the nineties or early two thousands. But I know there are some upstate uh, movie theaters that they have like, uh, drive-ins and stuff but we don't really have a lot of that out here i guess because maybe upstate is more uh, upstate new york is more like rural i feel like you know there's more like land to do stuff right, like that and exactly mm-hmm. and I'm, a, I'm like in the suburbs but still like you know, still in the city the city yeah. About, yeah like an hour 45 minutes from the city so yeah the other thing that i find confusing about this whole thing about mulan is that they have a new movie coming out on Disney plus in August that it's not like they with the one and only Ivan, which I think looks really charming. It's not like they're in an Artemis Fowl situation where they've had this huge stinker. And I mean, unless this does prove to be a huge stinker, but um, uh, where they kind of need to sort of satisfy their 60, cause they can now they have 60 million subscribers to Disney plus. And I just, I'm so confused by the way Disney treats properties that they have, because I just feel like, why not get as much out of it as you possibly can? And yet they have so many like mid-level films that they just are like, eh, we don't really care about this movie. Like have you heard, most people haven't even heard of this. It has had so little marketing, even viral marketing. They've had hardly anything about it. And from what I've heard from my friends who've seen it and you know gotten early screeners, it's really fun and they've really enjoyed it. And so I don't know. I just figure why not promote that now and then wait and release Mulan in December. That's the thing that makes the most sense to me. But I mean, I, I, I just, I, I'm just a girl who works in social media marketing and <laughs> things. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like why? I just feel like Disney has this repeat pattern of like these movies that they just kind of like, eh, we don't really, we're not going to like, why not get as much out of your product as you possibly can? Maybe they still haven't figured out their like streaming. I mean, especially, you know, like their social plan, especially with marketing that's essentially free. You have social media, like you could be blasting the one and only Ivan over everywhere, but it's, yeah, I mean, are you I mean, excited for it? I don't really know too much about yeah, it. Yeah, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. But, but look at films like Palm Springs that, like, you know, premiered on Hulu and everybody was talking about it the week that it came out, you know? And everyone's yeah. saying it's one of the best. You know, like, I think that there's something to say for, you know, using social media as, as your tool to market and to get the film out there, even if it's not going to theaters. Like, I think that there's been a lot of films already this year that have, gotten a lot of buzz just from premiering on a streaming platform that people have talked yeah. about um, and that they can take advantage of that. You know, there's like whole teams dedicated to that. Maybe they need to up the, you know, they need to like up their. I mean, technically the, the, the Hulu team is Disney. The people who did Palm Springs just 
Let's just have them do it. It's so weird. Yeah. Don't, Don't you think that's yeah. weird, Stanford? You know, I'm I am puzzled about how they market movies on Disney Plus. And and uh I know I've seen some stuff on social media about the one and only Ivan, and again, just because I pay attention, you know, yeah, to it. But yeah, they have not done anything splashy. So I, and then yeah, and then Mulan comes out what three weeks later, right? So uh, so mm-hmm. two, two two weeks forever. Um, I mean, this so, movie has Brian Cranston in it, like well, Angelina Jolie. Hello, yeah. And so I don't know. I just feel like even before Disney Plus, I just feel like these sort of mid level movies, they just they don't care about and they don't spend the, I mean, there weren't that many to begin with, but still like your queen of cotways or your, you know, like movies like that, that are, are sort of smaller peach dragon, even Um, they just kind of, eh, eh. it's like, why don't you, I mean, to me, I, if I, I mean, what do I know? They're Disney. I'm me. But if I was Disney, I, I, I would look at the bloom house model and I would, uh, I would say, like the way they take these movies that are made for like three million dollars, five million dollars, and they make huge money yeah, off of them. Bank. Huge, mm-hmm. and uh, and like I, I can't understand why they don't try to do that. I mean, yeah. and it's like if you're going to go all the trouble to make something, why not promote promote it effectively? It's yeah, yeah, and honestly, so weird. social media is like the the base level, like easiest marketing that you could do over like you know spending millions on billboards and you know all this stuff like like that's where yeah. you know everyone's on social media like you could just you know tweet about it facebook about it you know yeah. post some clips and like that's already like the base like yeah. minimum yeah. you can like it, use your talent that's in the movie to yeah. like create hype and it'll be know. it'll be interesting to see now that they've announced this with Mulan what their marketing is like, you know, if, 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 if they're just going to kind of just let it, let it be, or if they're going to, if we're, it's just going to be in our face all the time, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be more the latter, but yeah, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's just like, if it were me, I would, uh, I would use the one and only Ivan to sort of tie people over a new release basically. Uh, and then, uh, and then you've got Soul coming up. You've got Black Widow. You have. Uh, so I was just kind of thinking: is, Do we really need this? But you know, like, you, like we said earlier, there's the debt. There's the other things. There's other factors coming into play. And I think this I don't can know. test what to do with those other movies. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is the right tester, but mm-hmm. they, they could decide what they want to do with other movies and how yeah. they want to release them based off of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, really, I mean, of course, I'm ever hopeful. And then we see what happens is happening in other countries. But we don't know what's going to happen with COVID-19. You know, I mean, maybe it's going to spike again. And we're not going to yeah. be going to movie theaters until well into 2021. I mean, heaven forbid. But, who you know, who knows? I know. Who knows? So, yeah, you bring up really good Would, points. Do you guys think that the tenant is going gonna, is gonna to come out at Labor Day? If you I were, if you, <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I hope. I, I hope it will. I, I feel I like it's the same thing. It's just like, oh, it's like, let's, let's yeah. do this, you know. That'll be on. another one, though, where there's going to be all the, like, piracy and stuff going on. Yeah. Definitely. Because, right, they were going to release it internationally first and then kind of see. 
internationally I mean, yeah, select select markets in the u.s yeah right and yeah whatever yeah, if i were everybody if it does if it does happen and they release it international and then uh and then on labor day in select cities that's what my hope is i'm like can salt lake be a select city please please <laughs> uh but if uh if that happens uh I would recommend to every person that cares about spoilers to mute tenant in your social media, because they're going to be, I think it's a highly spoilerific movie from what I've gathered. And so I would really recommend to people who care about that. I would really recommend that to mute. Yeah. I hope it's a phenomenal movie. Cause everyone's going to be so mad. I know. Right? <laughs> it's true. It's like everyone's going to be so tagged. Like, We've been waiting for this for months, and now this. Yeah, <laughs> this has been uh, like the movie that's supposed to save, you know, our country's theaters. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope I did recently go to the movie theaters here and see the see the rental, uh, the um, and I have my review on backseat directors, uh, and it, it was disappointing, but um, but it was an interesting experience, <laughs> and it was uh, I had to, so I had my mask on and I was feeling, I was, you know, I felt comfortable, but then people ended up sitting right in front of me, which I think they must have been, I don't think, I can't imagine that the theater was allowing that. Um, you think it would at least be staggered over or whatever. Or something, yeah. And so I ended up moving to all the way to the other end. So I had my good six feet. I was fine. <laughs> I had my mask on and it, it was a, it was a good experience as far as, as that goes. But I think we'll all have to be kind of the advocators for our own health. If we, if we decide to take a risk, we can take a risk wisely and, uh, and make sure we have the distance that we need and, and uh, all of that kind of a thing. But Anyway, so, uh, and uh, yeah, we've had a lot of really good, uh, good conversation going on in the chat room. A lot of people talking about uh, Wonder Woman, about Snyder Cut, lots of stuff talking going on there. So yeah, it's it's a, a whole new world in streaming that we've entered into. <laughs> it is. Yeah, Baptism really by is. fire in 2020. Something, yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh yes and let's see what else. what's the next thing i want to talk about um then uh one little news that i thought was interesting i'd be curious for your opinion about we have the new uh feature on netflix is going to be allow you to speed up or slow down your movies now i kind of feel like this is not that big of a deal because this is like a super easy hack to do if anybody actually wants to do it it's super easy you just download a a widget onto your onto your whatever you know browser that you have and you can do this very easily so the fact that it's now an official part of netflix eh. um but i don't know how do you feel about this do you think that this is an outrage kristen or no big deal I think it's no big deal. Yeah. Um, I hate to say it, but I have thought, I wish I could speed this movie up a little bit because <laughs> it is a little long. Um, and I think, so I do that sometimes on YouTube, like I'll speed up something or I'll slow it down if I feel like someone's talking really fast, like me, <laughs> and I can't understand them. Um, or um, I'll do that on like podcasts. I might speed it up just so I could he like get mm -hmm. through it a little bit faster while I'm doing something else. So I feel like, you know, if a movie was like, 
three hours long. I would think about maybe, you know, putting it up a tiny, tiny bit. You know? The Irishman, I would have been very tempted. Right? Exactly. Uh, so, you know, I think, I think, and I think that there are other reasons why people might need that, you know, if you're, um, you know, to just make things more accessible for people, you know, some people need to, you know, slow down the, you know, videos of things because it's easier for them to like read captions and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I'm someone that puts captions up for everything because I just feel like I could focus better. So maybe that's something I would end up doing, maybe slowing yeah. something down as well. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Or even what do you see like little moments? <laughs> what do you, you know? think, Sanford? Not an issue. I mean, honestly, I have no qualms fast forwarding through a movie <laughs> or even going ahead 10 minutes or something, you know? And so, um, yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's a it's about time, I'm, uh, but but still, I you know, yeah, I, I can take matters into my own hands and be fine with that too. <laughs> well, for me, I watch Hallmark movies for a living, so you all can bet that I I have used this feature before. Uh, I try not to do it very often, but there's some that are woo that that could use a little bit of pacing. I mean, I have to say, I actually use the two X feature on YouTube all the time because I, 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 and it, cause I use it on my audible. And so it's just kind of your, your brain gets used to it yeah. very quickly. And I can yeah, get definitely. through, especially with something like news or something. I just want to hear it and I want to yeah. get, uh, and, and I, I will be watching something and my mom will over here. She's like, how can you even understand that? And to me, it's perfectly clear because I'm so used yeah. to it. And when you're when you're looking at at viewing art, it's kind of another feature because the editing and the other the other work that goes into that pacing and that's all part of the film. And so as a critic, I would never I would never do it uh, to to something that I was reviewing because that's all part of the film. Right. But uh, but the uh, it's just a if it's just something I'm watching just for fun, then you know I can see the appeal. I have seen the appeal. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, see, Mrs. Green says, I'm against the Netflix speed up feature. You will mess up the timing and comedy and the effectiveness of drama. Filmmaker and artists will hate this. Yeah, there's no doubt that it's not going to be a big fan of creators, of and I can see why. Yeah, well, it's absolutely. I mean, you I can don't see why. Mess up their work, but you know, uh, sometimes I, you I just, guess you got to fast forward. I guess for me, I, I just feel like it's already out there. It's so easy to do. Like, it's just, yeah, it's just a download on your browser. So the, the fact that Netflix is adding it is just kind of, it's it's just a non-factor to me because it's yeah very, 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 very easy to do. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, so the next, uh, I did ask on Twitter what people, I mean, on, on Facebook, my Facebook, what people thought, I just said, just, just uh, yes or no, you know, you don't have to get into your financials. Uh, and almost everybody is a no uh, of my, this is just my personal friends. No, no ridiculous prices. I have a few people who work in the industry who say for my channel or for work expense, uh, one Ben Ben Daniels says I'm not paying thirty dollars to see a movie I didn't care about seeing in the first place. <laughs> um, and yeah. uh, Sam Cooley, my friend, he says Disney has always had a hard time making money. I get it. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, and then my friend Brianne Schaefer, she says no to 20, no, $20. Yes. $30. No way. So that's kind of interesting. I feel, um, but I have some friends, my friend Katie Donegan, she says, my girls love the animated version. Uh, even at ages 19, 18, 15, and 12, if they all wanted to see it, I'd pay. It would cost a lot more than $30 to take us all to the theater. Uh, so anyway, there's some different responses on Facebook uh, to that. Uh, but um, the next thing that I wanted to talk about just briefly was we got an announcement. This kind of impacted my neck of the woods more than the two viewers, but I still thought it would be interesting to talk about. Is So we've had the announcement that Hallmark is going to be releasing 40 Christmas movies again this year. They had 39 last year. And I don't know how they're going to do it. I am a I am a Scrooge. I am a doubter. I don't know how with quarantine and with everything else happening, with, how you make well, forty just with the production shutdown, right? <laughs> I mean, just yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, they weren't because normally June's a big month for them. They weren't making any Christmas movies in mm. June. I don't understand how they're going to make forty movies, but nevertheless, that's what they say, and they're really working hard to add more diversity to the 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 lineup this year which is very exciting at hallmark and they actually have this month they're having their first uh gay wedding in a hallmark movie um which is kind of uh it, you know it's a big deal for this especially for this particular audience that is very traditionally christian very conservative uh this audience and so it's going to be interesting to see how it all goes <laughs> with the ratings and everything and and uh, anyway, uh, so Lifetime, which has been a little bit more proactive, they made their announcement. They're going to have 30 Christmas movies like they did last year. So I'm just thinking Christmas movies are basically going to save movies 2020. <laughs> right? We all agree. Yeah. Yep, yeah. This is what we'll all be watching. This is a giant scheme to get everybody. They'll have nothing else to review. Uh, <laughs> just be forced to just review Christmas movies. <laughs> I'll be watching Turner Classic Movies. You're just going to have to let me know how, uh, <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but anyway, so they, uh, but they also announced that in the 30 new Christmas movies, there's going to be a first, their first ever LGBTQ story uh, lead for Lifetime for, awesome. uh, yes, for Christmas. And uh, they are going to, uh, that um, they are going to also make a Chinese American centered uh, film. Uh, this is director Jennifer Leo and written by Irene Donahue, a sugar and spice holiday follows a young architect who returns home to Maine for Christmas in the wake of her grandmother's death and winds up entering a gingerbread house competition. And I guess they're just starting. They're just casting both films and so, yeah, I mean, the thing I, I have to say about this is that there's going to be 70 new Christmas movies. So if you don't want to watch one of these movies, there's literally going to be 70 that you can pick from. So why not make one for everyone? Why not include yeah. every group include everybody mm -hmm. and everybody can watch whichever ones that they want to watch. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I guess, I don't know if I'm surprised, but I think that that's awesome that this is the first 
Chinese American yeah. movie that they're making. I, you know, it's like we wish I wish that it was more. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome that they're doing, you know, an LGBTQ story. I think that's awesome. I think they're right. They're also casting. Um, they're doing a film around Ali Stroker, right? So I just think that that's really cool mm -hmm. that like uh, they're even gonna be doing films um, around, you know, just like people with different, uh, differently abled people, you know, like. Yeah. This seems like a very, very inclusive Christmas, which I think is yeah. awesome. It's like, Christmas. Yeah. It's like Christmas is for everyone. Christmas, <laughs> get the Christmas spirit in all of us. You yeah. Know? So I, I think that's mean, awesome. This makes yeah. me want to watch the movies more, actually. Right? So, the, the, and that's the thing is that, that you are expanding your audience by including more people. And like I said, there's plenty of others, you know, if people want the more traditional, there's plenty of those too. So we're all good. <laughs> Something for everyone. Do you agree, Stanford, that you can just watch whichever ones you want to watch? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I just, I want everybody to, you know, feel loved and appreciated and, and, uh, yeah. you know, we're all God's children. Right. So, so, uh. And and uh, I'm I just you know clearly it's it's an important thing for everybody to to uh, to be aware of so so yeah. um, you know I feel I I'm, 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 I mean conceptually I think I can speak to it but as we were just talking about <laughs> I never watch those channels <laughs> and not because I'm opposed I'm just watching other things you know yeah. so so. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I wish everybody happy. That's right. It's Christmas. Everybody used to be cheerful and having Christmas movies, and you just watch whichever ones you want to watch. That's what I have to say. I'm the only one that has to watch all of them. That's my job. That's Rachel's job. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, Rach. You're gonna Last be like the year. four the four time speed, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Last year I watched 115 Christmas. I mean movies. Rachel. Oh my gosh. Just, I know it's amazing. And it was That's it, probably more movies than I've watched in a year. <laughs> I mean, seriously, Kristen, right? Yeah, there were days when I would watch six or seven, just boom, boom, boom. I mean, granted, most of these you can do other stuff when you watch. They're not like high brain movies. <laughs> still. It's still a lot. I feel like my brain would be broken yeah. for like the first 17 movies. No, probably the first like five movies. Well, and I, I, it was so cute. I, the director of the, uh, the Chinese film, uh, Jennifer Liatu, uh, I think it's her name. Uh, I, I said on Twitter, I said, welcome to the Christmas movie family. Liao, sorry, Liao. Welcome to the Christmas movie making family. And she was like, thank you so much. I'm so excited. So this it's it's great. That's awesome. I, I'm excited. Is she also the first um, Asian American director for? Uh, I don't know that as a fact, but, but there certainly haven't been lots if there were. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so, That's yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. very exciting. It's, it's really fun. Yeah. And, Wait, you know. Please, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, just, I mean, and it's not just it's not just Hallmark and Lifetime. There's Netflix that is has been making uh, some really. They've had a bunch of diversity in their Christmas movies, and oh, have yeah. had some really fun ones like The Christmas Chronicles with uh, Kurt Russell mm -hmm. and Goldie Hawn. I think you would you might like that one, Stanford. It's pretty cute, uh, and um, 
I like, like that a, switch one that they have. What's that? I like the um the, the switch. Oh is yeah. The, what is that the, one called? The the princess switch. The princess I think is what switch. it's called. That yeah. was, was that on Netflix too, or was that on? That uh, was on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I there's like the been Netflix a ton one. of Christmas princess movies on Hallmark, but the Switch one was on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the the night the night one before the night before Christmas. Yeah, that, that one was, was kind of disappointing. I thought. I thought it was cute, but and I just cute. wanted it to be funnier mm. than it was, but uh, but I mean, it, it was it was fine, but. I wanted it to be, I thought it had so much potential to be hilarious. But anyway, but yeah, the Christmas Chronicles was pretty fun. And uh, so, yeah, it's this whole, uh, this whole enterprise of Christmas movies is just this thing. It's pretty amazing. And I feel like there's no other like time of the year when like people make like a certain type of movie like that, right? Like it's just Christmas, right? I mean, people don't do like Easter movies or things no, like mean, that. You have like occasionally you'll have Halloween scary Halloween, of, yeah. a little bit on there, but I think that's really the only other time that I mean Hallmark makes movies year round, but nothing like they do at Christmas. And Christmas it's in a whole nother another level. <laughs> from, from a practical level, Rachel, how do you think they're gonna get it done? I mean, how how do you think they're gonna get I mean, is everybody just gonna be Working, you know, twenty four seven, and and uh, just. I mean, I think part of it. This is why it's going to be a big struggle for the podcast because usually, I mean, supposedly they're also starting in October, and again, and uh, we usually do our previous shows in October, and we usually do four previous shows: two for Hallmark, one for Lifetime, one for all the other stuff, and those usually do very well for us. People love the preview shows, but like, I think it's going to be very difficult to do the preview shows this time because uh, I think there's going to be a ton that are going to be filming into October and November, which isn't unheard of. Usually there's like one or two stragglers or, but you know, a few stragglers, but for the most part, like by October, most of the movies were, were made or, and, you know, were like firm. And so I think there's going to be, it's going to be a lot more in the fall than they typically have ever made before. And uh, and so, yeah, and I think they're going to be using every studio that they have, every because they made a lot of movies with Mar Vista, with, they have all these different production partners. And I, I'm very, like I said, I'm skeptical. I don't think they're going to be able to pull off 40. And this would not be unheard of for, for Hallmark to announce and then not deliver on their announcements. They're, oh, okay. They are the, uh, they are the, queens of overpromising and under delivering so do you think that they'll do um just like smaller casts maybe or even just do you think they'll do like a corona christmas and like have people on like zoom or I something know. i was worried that same thing <laughs> I I just a zoom oh. call you know <laughs> all bets are off there's actually a movie uh coming or a series coming on freeform yeah love in the time of corona have you heard about this yeah, with um, yeah. um uh, Leslie Odom Jr. Is yeah. it? Yeah, and some of the people I don't remember. I just was like, oh my god, Hamilton. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. that's gonna be interesting. I mean, they they nailed the name uh, there, mm-hmm. and uh, but um, uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I I'm very skeptical, but uh, I think what we're probably gonna have to do for the preview shows is just do like a 
highlight, not, not a worry about previewing every single movie mm. because I think we'll just not know, yeah. you know, what's going on. Uh, but who knows? I mean, we've got they don't film- magic. we've got Santa Claus involved. I mean, anything's possible. Right? They don't like film like way, way in advance. Like you don't think there's any that they've like already done. There's only, it, it, to my understanding, there was only one completed before, before COVID. Wow. Uh, that that was made by Hallmark, and there may have been others that were finished by other production companies that then they'll purchase, which is very yeah. possible. But um, but there's one called Christmas in Vienna, which I am so excited Ooh. for. <laughs> yes, I cannot wait. It stars Sarah Drew, who I adore and love. And, uh, and Brendan Elliott, who I also adore and love and they're in Vienna celebrating Christmas and she's like a violinist or something. I, I'm so excited. I can't wait. If it's on location, that's going to be beautiful. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did that, uh, last, um, uh, January or this last January. So I know they have that one. They also have one, uh, a, a new year's one that they, for, for some bizarre reason, decided not to air. They did all the promo, and this is not also not uncommon for Hallmark. And then all of a sudden, it was just gone. Nobody oh, wow. knows why. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Maybe they'll be like, we need to pull out all the movies that we never aired. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, imagine if you find out like there's like movies from like 2017 yeah. that they're like, we didn't air this one, so let's just yeah, let's just put it out there. Put it yeah. Out there. yeah. It would not surprise me at all, <laughs> even a little bit. <laughs> They've even been on um on Hallmark drama. They have been posting these, uh, they've been, they've been replaying these movies, but the promos have been acting like they're new movies. And I'm like, no, that, that was 2015. That's not a new movie. Like, what? Maybe they're trying to trick everyone. They're like, not everyone's like Rachel. They don't all know. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I just wanted to say, that's my opinion about this is that there's plenty of movies to go around. So yay, we all get a movie. It's great. I think it's great. <laughs> uh, so there we go. That's all that I had prepared to talk about. Uh, I don't know if you had, if you all had anything else that you wanted to talk about. Uh, but uh, I really appreciate all of the comments in the chat room. Uh, uh, and um, so, yeah, it's, we'll just, it's going to be, I mean, everybody's just kind of, flying by the seat of their pants at this point. Nobody's <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. so, so anyway, thanks so much for all of the comments and congrats again to Kristen. Yes. Thank you. Congrats. congrats on your interview as well. <laughs> uh, so Kristen, uh, how can people find you? Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash kmaldo, kmaldo on Twitter, Facebook. And then if you add a one at the end, that's where I'm at on Instagram. Great. And Stanford, how can people find you? On Twitter, I'm at Stanford Clark, and I have a movie podcast and blog at moviespastandpresent.com. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes, and at the Hallmarkies podcast. So if you want more of all this Hallmark nonsense, make sure you check out over there. It's really fun. We just had interview with Marcus Rosner, actor Marcus Rosner, post this week. So it's really a fun one. So check that out. And uh, anyway, thank you so much, you guys. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Bye.